Guys, this is part two of the episode. If you haven't heard part one yet, what are you doing here? Click on that and listen, and then come back here. For the rest of you, here's part two. things that I, I want to do is and it and it's um and, and it's a it's a byline it's a mentality of, uh, of mine with comedy um i i don't know if you know man as the 80s pop group one step beyond and all that uh, yeah yeah I've, I've, okay now they had a t-shirt that said fuck art let's dance now i've kind of nicked that logo and made it my own and it's like fuck comedy let's laugh <laughs> so um, yeah, because it, it, it is, you've got so many people concentrating on the business, which is a good thing, that mm. those nights are not funny anymore. So they need to be well-promoted nights. They need to, uh, I mean, GM, I, I know I keep going on about GME, but it's such a good night. Kyle runs that in such a professional way. He uh, he values it. Kyle, what, Kyle uh, Wallace. Kyle Wallace. Kyle Wallace. Kyle yeah. Wallace. Yeah, and, and Mark as well. Mark, uh, Mark, what's Mark's surname? Mark Berkwood. Mark Berkwood. Yeah. When I first saw Mark, uh, and this this comes back to like doing comedy and being in the entertainment year for years and years and years and years. You there's uh, within seven minutes, I would say seven to ten minutes, you can spot someone and you can go that person's got something mm. i don't know what it is i saw it with you i saw it with him i've seen it with several other people uh and it's like uh, that's why i want to start going about the country and giving these people chances because mm. i will be able to spot very very quickly because i don't want to waste my time uh i, I can spot very very quickly uh who has got potential and I, you know, I will, I will always back uh, people who is good, and I will, I will be a, 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 a flag waver and a cheerer, and and give people that kind of um, confidence or that kind of boost that they need when they when they feel that that you know, because you know what it is, you know how this uh, this whole creature eats you up because you can go on stage and you can you can flop and die painfully and sometimes that person just needs that it's like no it was a bad night no come on mate you can do better um you, you know and and i've completely lost where i was going with that three but... <laughs> well mark but well we talked started talking about mark berkwood and how Thank and, his, and his good like yeah what i love about mark and he's a obviously a friend of mine and he's what i love about him is that he's just he's just unstoppable basically he, with, with him as well he he's done a very similar thing that i did he took he took his own comedy idea and put mm. it in a place where there wasn't really any comedy he's put it yeah. in a library he put it out of town and it's accessible in, and it's a niche thing and it's and it's because it's his night is to do this for people with mental health issues and disabilities and mm. whilst that is something that is prevalent within the in, within the industry a lot of nights aren't accessible to those people and yeah. mark berkwood has 
come in and smash and smash that ball down for London-based audiences anyway. And you know what is amazing about it? And I told him because I, I, you were there on the first night. I was there on the first night. And uh, I said this to him then, and I was absolutely seriously uh, serious about this. It's like the one thing that sets this, uh, and there's a couple of gigs like that. I mean, Coffee, co- coffee and Cocktails jokes is like that as well. Jack Wheeler, uh, shout out to him. Yeah, oh, I, I love that gig. Um, but the, the the one thing um about that gig is that he treats people he treats his performers or his acts like human beings yeah we i mean there's uh tea you know just the basics a cup of tea and a, and a few biscuits or something like that and it you know like i said it's giving value and you need to give value to your performers as well. Uh, and mm-hmm. it's like every, all those three nights that I've said, they all have that one thing in common. They value their performers, and it's mm. very important. Uh, I'm waiting to see what Brothers Night is like when I go up there, stand and deliver. Stand oh, yes. Brothers. <laughs> yeah. I want to do Brothers Night because that's in Reading. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I want to... Reading's actually got a, Reading's actually getting a real quite the quite the scene at the moment. It, you got, it's um, up and coming, isn't it? It's up oh, and yeah. coming. Because you've got Ninja See, Duck, which is a really good, which is a lovely, which was a lovely game from it. You've got Mates Rates, which is okay. Carl Richard and Nick Byard, and that, and then obviously you've got the University as well because they do their comedy society gigs as well, and obviously then you've got Rodders with standing and standing the liberal. See, it's, look at you. Look at yeah. you. Yeah, you've been up and down the country, mate. Yeah. You, you, are, you, are, you are kicking it, mate. You are kicking it. <laughs> what I will say, though, is that this time has, especially during this particular lockdown, what it's done for me is just made me think, right, was, even though I was doing a lot, yeah. was I moving forward? And that's the thing where I was like, okay, maybe I wasn't, I, it felt like I was moving forward, but yeah. because I was just working, 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 out of the night, having it out of the night, I wasn't thinking about the, well, thinking as much about the business side of it as I kind of needed to. It doesn't need yeah. to be the whole thing, but I think that's what this time off, I've been able to, I've been able to look back and think, okay, this is the kind of things, okay, this is how I kind of want things to move forward, right? Like, yeah. was like, like, um, like more with writing and stuff. Um, yeah, oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to ask you, what do you, how do you think it's affected you? How do you think it's made you think? Uh, it's been uh, it's it's been interested. Uh, I'll come back to that because I want to answer your your question is uh, first, which is um, it's important to set yourself goals mm. for what you want to do, and you kind of had an outline of it, even though you even though you weren't exactly. 100% sure what you wanted to do. You only knew you wanted to progress. Mm. But you kind of have to write 
uh, and as much as I say you shouldn't treat it like a business, if you're serious about it, you kind of have to write yourself a business plan of where you want to be. So you're not floating around aimlessly, mm. uh, just going from gig to gig to gig and exhausting yourself and spending all your parents' money. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so that was it. So you asked me, how how has this uh, affected me? It, it's It's been... It's been interesting because uh, obviously uh, for me, I, I already know what, how, what I want to do in comedy. I, I want to kind of give people an opportunity. And I also know that the most important thing for me is, uh, and I learned this a long time ago, is uh, so let, let's, let's say, for example, you progress and you progress and you go live at the Apollo and you start making this ridiculous amounts of money and you actually attain your goals. Mm. Um, some, sometimes, um, like I said, having the experience that I've had in it, sometimes uh, you, you get what you wish for and it's, you want to be careful about that mm. because it's like, yeah. So you, there's you, Kyle, and you get up, and, and this morning you might think, "Oh, do you know what? I just fancy going down the road for a quick pint, or uh, when it's possible, um, yeah. or you know, I just fancy going down and getting a cup of coffee." And you know, so when you when you get to a certain level, you can't do that. You ca you can't go out without taking three steps outside your door with going without somebody going, oh, excuse me, you're that fella off the telly. Or, uh, you know, and, you, and you'll just sit down, you'll open the paper and it's like, oh, excuse me, can you sign this autograph? Or, mm. you know, and, and of course you've got to, you know, for, for a certain, to a certain extent, we all do this as comedians. When we go to a gig or whatever, we, half of us can't remember who, is who or mm. who's important or whatever so you know there is there is that kind of um you know i better not do anything to piss anybody off because i don't know if it's going to affect me mm. but you imagine that you've reached maybe like a seinfeld height or a Chappelle height or uh, you know any of those top ke ke if kevin hart's a perfect example with him mm. walking about in his underpants going i better kill everyone um <laughs> uh, you know, so imagine you're having a really, really bad day. And, and especially now, everybody's got a camera. Everybody's got access to the media. Mm. So when you get to that kind of level where you're earning an insane amount of money, that you, you can't breathe without thinking about it. Mm. So for me, I'm happy... Doing, I'm, 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 I absolutely love being given that stage for five minutes to say exactly what the hell I want and to piss off who I want without anybody <laughs> telling me to shut up. Yeah. Um, so, uh, where was I going with this? I know, I know, I was trying to make a point there somewhere. So yeah. So with me, obviously, the pandemic hit, everything closed down, the club shut. Uh, Facebook isn't, uh, not Facebook, Zoom isn't really a good form, as you've seen, for me to do comedy, uh, because there's always stuff going on here. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and when it first started off, we had all, uh, well, actually, when the pandemic first hit, 
uh, we were about two or three weeks into it, and my my computer went. Computer says no, and it just, <laughs> yeah, computer just shut down. And uh, so I, I was I was essentially I was without a computer for like six to eight months. I, I just love that most of your reference points don't go beyond two thousand and five. That's it. Just makes my day. Thank you. Uh, does that mean I'm going to have to put subtitles on it? And, you know, explain. This is a reference to, yeah, um, yes. So, um, yeah. So I, I and because I'm constantly writing all the time. Now, I don't. What I mean by that is that I don't. I find that doing the, the sit down thing and writing for an hour a day that doesn't work for me. So what it is is that when inspiration hits, I stop and I write down that idea mm. straight away, and then I expand on it. It's just like, oh, that's a funny idea, and then I'll come back to that later. But so I was going crazy for like the first month or something, and um, basically I came up with a thing which was doing uh, because I, I'm a delivery driver. Uh, I, I decided to take the stand up to the doorstep. Nice. Uh, yeah. So, and and the um, and what I got from that was, I, I mean, I've got like a fifteen minute routine <laughs> of, of, of you know interactions and things and jokes. I've got. Uh, I'll, I'll just tell you one very quickly, which was I delivered to a woman and I actually delivered to her again this morning, uh, and she just had piles and piles of uh, bottles of comfort. On the, on the doorsteps and she must have had like 30 or 40 bottles of uh, fabric conditioner comfort and the, <laughs> the joke that the joke that came from that was in news today a woman was found dead in her flat after consuming the entire contents of 136 bottles of fabric conditioner the coroner has recorded death by comfort drinking <laughs> so that that's and that's that's where it, and, and, and there is I mean we've had I've had a year to get my pandemic material ready and mm. uh, I'm just about to unleash it onto an unsuspecting and unwanting public oh man no it's not unwanted I reckon that mm. we've got to run with it if we if we drop the ball then that's our own fault mm. speaking of comedy speaking of being serious and comedy um the sitcom that you chose is called uh, a little. I don't know if people know this one. It's a little unknown. Maybe we'll catch on. The Golden yeah. Girls. <laughs> the Golden Girls. Yes, indeed. One of the best ever sitcoms ever. And I, I know I can hear people going, "What the hell is this bloke going on about?" Um, the Golden Girls, uh, mid eighties, mm. uh, four absolute megastars of comedy: Ruth mm. McLennan, uh, Estelle Getty. Who played Dorothy, Kyle? Who played Dorothy? Can't tell you if I don't. I don't know. Here's the thing. I'll be honest. I don't know the show as well as I probably should have. But well, I, I don't know. even know the characters. No, <laughs> hold on one sec. Who played Dorothy? Oh, she's she's not listening. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, it'll it'll come to me. Um, and of course, the legendary Betty White. White. Yeah. yeah. Um, and um, so I will talk about the show. Um, very, very quickly, I'll give us out for anybody who doesn't know it. So hmm. mid eighties, kind of Reagan years, America, nineteen eighty-five, I believe. I yeah, believe. Yeah. you can't get more mid eighties than that. <laughs> so um, yeah, so for uh, women that are in their fifties or uh, mid fifties, uh, are 
kind of uh, essentially for one reason or other, they're, they're forced to share a house. They're not forced to share a house, but they end up living in the same house. Yeah. And it sounds like, if, you, if you're to boil it down to the base bones, it sounds like a pretty weak idea for a, a comedy. It's like four old women sharing a flat together. What's funny in that? Well, this sitcom was absolutely groundbreaking. Uh, for 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 a start, it's four female lead characters. Yeah, right. Uh, the subjects that they tackled in in that series were also groundbreaking. You had things like uh, homelessness, poverty, AIDS, uh, racism, uh, racism. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so there was a whole plethora of things that they covered, and they did it. And and. Uh, I would say this about the even little-known Golden Palace, which is mm. the spin-off series that came after it. Uh, I've got to say this, and I've got to get this out before. This is how groundbreaking this series was. And, and the series was written by a woman called Susan Harris, which reminds mm. me one of the episodes was about uh, a condition known as ME, which wasn't even known about then. Uh, um, basically ME, which was known as yuppie flu. But yeah, they, so they covered all bases. But yeah, yeah, this is important for me to get out because we're talking about race and all this. This yeah. is how groundbreaking Susan Harris was. In The Golden Palace, which was a follow-up series, you had the hotel manager who's Don Cheadle. Yeah. And Don Cheadle has got an adopted white child. Mm-hmm. Now, in even this day, that's kind of unusual to have an adopted white child, or you know, to and especially somebody who's a young black professional mm-hmm. doing that. And and the things that they covered in this series is absolutely groundbreaking. I know I keep saying that a lot, but it's the, the, it's, day, the it's the truth, man. It is the truth, right? And at the end of the day, even now. As corny, and they were they weren't very good with um, continuation, or uh, they uh, when they when they when they call that Kyle, where they uh, when, when they, they continue. Were, so serialize a serialization, serialization uh, where they have uh, a thing and they forget about it. I don't know what. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what was Dorothy's name in that? Sponic. No, no, no. Her, the person who played her. Be Arthur. Be Arthur. Be Arthur. Right, there you go. Right, oh, okay. okay. Uh, so when, when uh, like, where the chef, and then he would suddenly diff- disappear. Oh, Coco. Yeah, but what would they call that when he's suddenly gone? Continuation or... Oh, continuity. Continuity. Yes, continuity. Thank yeah, you. Right. All right, thank you. That's my other half, Claire. She's wonderful. And by the way, that's another thing. Um, uh, during, during during the pandemic, uh, I, I suddenly uh, I suddenly started get, going out with a, a Gucci model. She she did <laughs> she did an ad for Gucci. So there you nice. go. Uh, in Italy for a week. So there oh. you go. Some some of us are, are you know I'm thriving, mate. Yes, um, yeah. So, so yeah, the continuity wasn't great, but the points that they raised were. Um, were groundbreaking and mm. and the base the bottom line was even now you will still laugh at stuff it's cheesy mm. it's corny the continuity wasn't good but it at the end of the day it was it was one of the best programs that mm. uh, that's ever been made like, right, well, so, yeah, well, well, most, well most sitcoms the continuity is there isn't a lot of continuity 
like burnt because new because the characters have to like relearn everything they learned in the last episode in the new yeah. in the next episode. That's what makes people come back because they're familiar with the they're familiar with the characters. But they do learn just about enough for them to actually grow just enough as characters to make them seem a little bit human, but they don't grow too much to make them we have go as far from, go as far from we what have we like. We have to start back at the beginning. Yeah. Yes. When we, go, when we go back to the beginning of the next episode, we have to go back to the beginning of the character. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but Golden Girls, okay. it was... It was revolutionary, and I think it's still, and it still is, and it still holds up today as something that is ridiculously funny and ridiculously poignant. Yeah, yeah. But then, so, that, but then that's kind of sad. Sorry to interrupt you, but that is kind of sad that yeah. things which are talked about in the eighties, such as sexism and racism and everything else, are still relevant today. You know, that's a really, really good point. In, in fact, I would say that. Um, if anything, it's gotten worse. Mm. It's gotten worse. Or maybe maybe it's not a fact of it's gotten worse. It's just that we've got access to more media and uh, each one of us can be our own... Uh, our own Filmmaker, basically. Yeah, yeah. We, we've basically all... Got, we've got our film crew on our phones. Mm. We've, got, we've, got the, we've got the potential to make our own documentaries on the phones. And, you know... Um, the, the, the more that we do that, the more that we shout about things, the better it is. And once again, that, that comes back to uh, another point that I said that we are, uh, we are, you know, people, communities coming together over this last year has been, it's been good. Mm. Uh, yeah. So anyway, going back to the Golden Girls. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it, if you if you could remake the Golden Girls, if you had to remake oh. the Golden Girls, if you had no choice. Yeah. Say Fox or whatever company owns them, like NBC or whatever it is, they gave you this bunch of money, you've got to make it. How would you read it for the for today's audiences? Oh, I'd, I think I'd pretty much um, use the template that's originally set. Uh, I'd, I'd, and you know what? I would get Betty White back in. She's mm. still around. I would, yeah. uh, the, the, the great Golden Girls or whatever. Mm. But yeah, <laughs> uh, and, and, uh, yeah, so we, we maybe we, maybe I would do exactly what you said. It's like take the original concepts mm-hmm. and explore explore how those things have changed or how they've gotten worse. Or mm-hmm. and obviously um, uh, include. I've, I've got to give a shout out to South Park. I saw that they did a sixth. They've done pandemic things, so we've got all that mm-hmm. to go uh, to look at, and also um, to include the hypocrisy of things as well it's like people um people tweeting about child labor on their iphones and all that yeah i agree so to wrap up this wonderful conversation and where can people find you right okay so i haven't actually got a lot going on but um uh, uh, one of the things that i'm going to be doing and i keep threatening to do this but is mud frogs uh, one of the reasons that I haven't been doing it is because uh, I'm 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 not working class. I'm sub working class. So um, yeah, um, 
basically it will be taking people out. I haven't set up a page or anything like that, but I just want to get there. I just want to keep enforcing that message. And it's not just for the people out there. It's for myself because of what I need to keep kicking myself up the ass. Mm. Uh, right. So if you, if you want to, basically, if you want to come and say hello to me and uh, be careful what you wish for, because you'll never <laughs> get rid of me. Um, just look for Paul Scarhill on uh, that's S C A H I L L on Facebook. You're seeing it, and as long as you're not uh, a, a topless model trying to say hello, <laughs> uh, I'll probably click on my you, link. Uh, click on, click on my link. Click on my link. Yeah, click. Yeah, well, click on my link. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, most people I, I will just say hello to or whatever or chat and, um, you know, we're in this journey together. So um, there you go. And also on YouTube, I do have a YouTube channel, which is called Scats World Service. That's S-C-A-T. <laughs> yeah, S-C-A-T World, as in this big ground globe service like the BBC. So Scats World Service, that has got videos, clips of me doing stand-up. Also, the other things I've done, like um, I've done some mashups of songs, mm. like uh, uh, one for an example is I did a mashup of uh, uh, Ace of Spades by Motorhead with Kiss Me, Honey, Honey, Kiss Me by uh, whoever that is. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so it's like some of the weird and wonderful things that I come up with, I just put all on that um, Scats World service. Um, uh, and so you can come on there, you can have a look, uh, enjoy it. Tell me how terrible you thought it was. Tell me if you've got any ideas. I'll ignore that. <laughs> and um, yeah, so yeah, just uh, come and say hello because right. I'm basically very lonely. Oh. No, no, I'm not. I'm not really, mate. Right? Not with all these. What with all these voices yeah. in my head? Yeah. Oh, me too. Uh, me yeah. too. All right.